Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I'm your host, Gaynor Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai to starting my own fashion business and manifesting. Plus being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy second week of January. I hope you're still hanging in there. And uh, I believe the children went back to school on Monday in the UK. So I hope that all went smoothly and everybody got to where they needed to go on time. Um, Apologies if I sound a little bit tired today. Um, I was actually kept awake by one of my Maltese dogs, Pudsey. Um, He's been very clingy since we got back after Christmas. And normally he actually sleeps in Molly's room and then Ozzy sleeps in, in with us and he's got his own bed and blanket at the side of our bed. Um, but yeah, Pudsy won't sort of leave us alone at the moment. So insisted on coming in with us, which is all very well. But he actually bites. <laughs> so not all the time. And we actually know sort of um, what to expect from him. So he doesn't go around attacking people or attacking children or anything. But um when he's fast asleep at the end of the bed, if you suddenly move your feet, um, he, he will bite them. <laughs> so he just sounds like this deranged squirrel. So it makes this sound, frightens you to death in the middle of the night. Um, so he did that twice last night. So frightened me to death. And uh, yeah, I was just very aware all night that I couldn't move. Um, because he would attack me. And then if, if I try and pick him up and put him off the bed, he would then try and bite me then as well. So, um, when we first got him actually, because I grew up purely with Labradors and, uh, you know, what wasn't sort of, um, experienced in dogs that, that actually try and try and bite you. But when we first got Pudsey and he was super cute, white, fluffy thing, um, he did sort of guard the top of the stairs. So if, if ever any of us tried to get to the top of the stairs when we first had him, he used to be really growling and his moustache used to flutter. Um, and so I was saying to Richard, I, I don't know what to do. You know, we can't have a dog that, that will bite. We've got children. Um, but over time, you know, he never has bitten bitten the children. Um, but you learn to, to sort of go from his... his um, like his mannerisms, you know, if he's not happy about anything and you know what will trigger him. Um, but he did bite Richard's foot last night actually under the table because I think he suddenly um, moved his foot and so kicked Pudsey accidentally and uh, Pudsey taught him a lesson. But <laughs> um, but yes, we work with his uh, his imperfections and he is a sweetheart most of the time. But yes, yeah, so sorry if I sound a little bit sleepy. I think I've only had about three hours sleep, so glad it's the weekend. So today's episode, it's actually dedicated to the famous money mindset author, Denise Duffield Thomas, um, who's written several best-selling books, including Chill and Prosper um, and the Get Rich series. And she describes herself as being a lazy, self-made millionaire. And I think one of the key things that's contributed to her massive success as a money mentor and coach is how incredibly down to earth she is. Sorry, just had to clear my throat. I think I've got some pudsy fluff in my throat. (laughs) But yeah, so how incredibly down to earth she is and how she follows a very simple philosophy and belief that you don't have to work yourself into the ground in order to be successful. Um, And also how literally anyone, regardless of your background or your previous experience, can have incredible wealth. 
sorry, pudsy fluff again. Um, So my plan today is to go through some of her key principles, as I think the way that she explains things in such a clear way is just really refreshing and is what resonates with so many people. So firstly, she has a five-step formula for creating or manifesting wealth. Um, And they are things that have been mentioned before because these are the key principles of manifesting anything really. Um, But number one is to declutter everything. And that can be your home, you know, your your wardrobe, your laptop, your desktop, your emails, um, any additional apps that you have on your phone that you don't use. Um, because by doing that, it also clears space in your mind and then ideas can come through. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just a fantastic, uh, a fantastic way, especially of starting the year, but um, in also being able to see clearly. The second one is to decide exactly what it is that you want in your life um, without any limits. So rather than being realistic, think about the things that you would love to have in your life. Um, And she actually uses the be, do and have philosophy. Um, So it can be an easy way to write down things that you want. So what, what do you want to be? Uh, you know, that could be career or what kind of person do you want to be or what qualities do you want to have? Um, do is what do you want to do in your life? Are there places where you want to go and have, you know, could be material things. Um, so that can be can be quite useful as well. The third one is to surround yourself with positivity every day. Uh, So don't get involved in negative or toxic conversations. Um, You know, maybe try and change the subject. Um, Don't involve yourself in gossip. Um, Try and think in a more lighthearted way. So if you get stuck in a traffic jam and you're late for work, try and be more relaxed about it. As long as you've done everything that you can, um, you know, maybe trying to let your boss know. Um, Some things are out of your control. So rather than getting really, really stressed about that, try and relax and maybe think that the universe may be protecting you from something you know maybe there there's a, a sort of accident further on down the line um, you never know but if you try and think positively and don't think that these things always happen to me try and think you know aren't I lucky that I'm safe today and I got to work safely um, things like that just to try and reframe the way that you look at things Uh, Number four is to take inspired action. So once it is, once that you've decided what it is that you want in your life, start moving towards those things. So if there's a car that you would love to have, that's your dream car that you think is way out of your reach and that you'll never own, um, write it down that that's what you want um, and go and take it for a test drive. So actually taking action, um, find out how much a car like that costs, um, you know, things like that, work out how much that would cost a month um, and take action as if you're definitely going to get that thing. Um, And then finally is to actually receive what you've asked for. So when you do receive, uh, it could be wealth, it could be, you know, a pay rise from work, actually acknowledge and notice that you've received it and realize that that's the universe's way of getting what you'd asked for to you. Um, So sort of celebrating, celebrating those wins along the way. And secondly, she believes it's impossible to move forward and to achieve wealth of any kind until you've cleared and forgiven your past money experiences and past mistakes. 
And I'm so on board with this philosophy because it's true, isn't it? We've all got sort of uh, things in the back of our mind that we carry around with us, maybe without even realising, that mould the way that we think about money. So that could be experiences like maybe you had very little money when you were growing up. Perhaps you overspend to impress other people, to make out as if you have more money than you actually do. Perhaps you've made money mistakes in the past and got into debt when you were younger. Uh, Possibly being over generous as well, which is quite common in women. And you give away too much money, leaving yourself short. So it could also be things like not trusting yourself with money. So you get rid of it almost as if it were on fire. So similar to lottery winners. Um, But also being terrified of running out of it is quite a common one. Uh, So you squirrel it away and live very basically saving and never ever spending and absorbing all of the negative headlines about the cost of living without actually looking at your own personal circumstances to see if that really is the case. Um, And obviously, I don't doubt that there is a cost of living crisis, but you always have to look closer to home and say, you know, yes, maybe my bills have gone up a little bit, but can I still comfortably afford that? And if so, that can alleviate uh, this sort of doom and gloom um, that the media loves to put out, you know, to worry people. You know, it does does generally worry people. Um, But I think it will always be impossible to live like a rich person, even if you are suddenly, you know, wealthy, if you suddenly come into money, if you suddenly earn a huge amount of money, whilst in the back of your mind, you still don't trust yourself to manage it. So it is so, so important to forgive yourself for any past mistakes that you made, and maybe even be grateful for those mistakes, because they taught you how to manage money better. So if you start looking for evidence to the contrary of these beliefs and start really thinking in detail about whether these things are the case now, um, it can really help you to reset the way that you look at money and to really strive for those big goals. So thirdly, she teaches you to appreciate the wealth that you already have and to always be grateful every day for it. Um, Quite a fun idea that she suggests is to go on a treasure hunt to find money that you'd forgotten about. Um, And it it was amazing when I actually did this and sort of had a look in, you know, old bank accounts that I'd forgotten about, um, you know, and and various other places. It was amazing the wealth that I found. Um, So I found £20 in an old PayPal account that I never use. I found a 20 dirham note in the street on the day that I had read that in one of her books. Um, And to this day, I keep that in my my purse as a reminder that wealth is always finding its way to me. Um, I also found loads of coins in, in a handbag where the lining had slightly ripped. There was loads and loads of coins at the bottom of my bag that I didn't even know were there. And then I also received a refund, and I've received many refunds in the past as well. But the most recent one is that... We actually bought tickets for Molly to go and see Barbie uh, whenever that was out in the in the summertime, possibly last year. Um, and we bought them online. But when she actually went to the cinema, they wouldn't let her in because she didn't have any ID. Um, and the the sort of uh, rating for the, the film was higher here than it was because uh, I think it was probably a PG in the rest of the world. Um, but yeah, I think it was a 12 here. So they wouldn't let her in. Um So we'd actually spoken to the manager and he said, no, that's fine. I will actually refund you the cost of the tickets. 
but they never did. So we emailed them and it wasn't a lot of, a lot of money, but the equivalent to about £30 because we'd also bought tickets for her friend. Um, and yes, it sent various emails and nothing ever came through. They just weren't responding. And then again, out of the blue, six months later, this refund came through. And then a more recent one as well at Christmas, um, when me and my mom and my two sisters went away for our Christmas weekend, we did Secret Santa and we set a limit of £10, uh, which is all, always great fun. Um, and my sister, Karen, she actually bought me some scratch cards um, and I won, um, which I knew I would, again, be manifesting because I was thinking about it, but I won £10. So I won back the amount of money that I'd spent on the Secret Santa gift. Um, but all these lovely ways that that money is coming to you, um, just stopping and appreciating those and have a real look around, you know, have a look in old bank accounts and maybe building society books, um, you know, and, and in drawers and you, you'll be surprised how much money that you do actually find. And then one of her favorite things that she talks about that I absolutely love is incremental upgrades, which I know I've, I've mentioned uh, before. Um, and it's basically to upgrade things in your lifestyle and to tackle any areas that make you feel poor. So it could be that you haven't actually been to a hairdresser's for a long time and you do your own hair. Um, or maybe there's something in your house that's broken. Um, just actually getting those things fixed, you know, just picking up the phone and, and phoning a maintenance person to come round and fix those little odd jobs that you never, ever get round to. Um, you know, th things like that can make you feel poor, um, which won't allow you to then attract more money. Um, so things that I've done recently was I got my laptop bag for Christmas, which I was thrilled about. So I got my Stackers laptop bag. And it's unbelievable the difference it makes in how you feel because, you know, I love my car. Um, I actually paid to have the upgraded interior in my car. So it's like this sort of uh, very pale cream leather inside. But whenever I, I drove to work, I had this bloke's black laptop bag, which was really tatty. Um, and yeah, just I just didn't like it at all, but it was the only one that I had because I hadn't got round to getting one. Um, so yeah, so, so to actually write on my Christmas list um, that I wanted a new laptop bag from Stackers and I got it. So now anytime that I'm driving around, I do keep looking over at my laptop bag and really loving it. Um, so then appreciating it once, once you've got it. But another thing that I do is I vacuum my car regularly because getting into a clean car makes me feel wealthy. If it was really scruffy and smelly and there was rubbish everywhere, that doesn't make you feel good. And you carry around that clutter in your mind again. Um, and then the next thing that's on my list is to get some new headphones because um, I've had some Apple headphones many times before. And it just seems, I don't know whether everyone has this, but after a while they die. Um, so I've actually been using some wire headphones, which <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed about. Um, but yeah, so when I go to the gym, I have like these long wires that are all knotted. And isn't it silly, you know, and that 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 really is uh, bad that I feel bad about it. But I feel embarrassed that I don't have uh, Bluetooth headphones and that these headphones are probably from I don't know when, what, about five years ago or something. Um, 
So yes, with, with that slight embarrassment, I've got in mind that I am going to upgrade my headphones and uh, yeah, get get myself some new ones so that I don't feel like, you know, just a, an absolute pensioner going to the gym. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so look at areas in your life where, um, where you are feeling like that and, uh, make a decision to upgrade these things. And then another one that she mentions, which is also, I think it may have come from Amanda Francis originally, who's another author. Um, but it's about resetting your energetic minimum. And what this means is basically for setting higher financial goals for yourself. Um, So set a higher goal for the minimum that you will allow to be in your bank account at any one time Um, or to set a stretch goal for your savings this year um, to always have cash in your purse um, and put an amount in your purse that you will never go below. Um, By doing that, it's funny how you're even subconsciously your spending adjusts so that you always have that particular amount that you've set for yourself in mind. Um, so yeah, without even realizing sometimes you'll make sure that you only, um, you know, go below a certain amount. So rather than having a hundred pounds left in your bank at the end of the month, you know, your new energetic minimum could be, I will always have 200 pounds in my bank. Um, and, and sort of resetting it that way. And then that you will always put a minimum of a certain amount of savings away each month and set up a direct debit for that. But it's funny how things will adjust for you, um, including your spending, to make sure that, that those are your new goals, which feels really good and it works. And then the final one, um, it actually came from Sandy Forster, who is another Australian um, sort of uh, mindset money, money coach. And she actually had Denise Stuffield Thomas take one of her courses, um, I presume, before she she became successful. Um, Sandy Forster actually does the Wildly Wealthy Woman podcast um, that I've just started listening to in the last week or so. But she's got some brilliant episodes on there. But she actually went from being a single mom that was on living on welfare with a hundred thousand Australian dollars worth of debt to being a multimillionaire. Um, and one of her methods and one that, that also Denise Duffield Thomas, um, uses as well is the ready fire aim method. Um, and I've basically lived my life this way. So um, it's basically by getting ready for what it is that you want to go for. So maybe it is a new business that you want to start. Um, And then taking inspired action. So moving towards that goal, doing those things, you know, buying your domain name, um, you know, deciding what it is, maybe contacting suppliers, things like that. Um, And then basically just doing it and I think probably an example for for that, um, which might help you, is basically telling people that that's what you're doing and things like you can book yourself a plane ticket because you've got in mind that you want to go to New York, even if right now you don't have the money to to sort of pay for the hotel or pay for the theatre tickets, just by doing a very deliberate action, so firing all the rest will get figured out. Um, and what she doesn't mean by that is to get yourself in a load of debt. Um, 
you know, it, it's more deliberate than that. But things like telling people um, is another way of taking fire first. So me telling everybody on my podcast that I'm writing a book, um, even though I'd only written one chapter of it and was still figuring out sort of what I was going to write about. It's a surefire way of in, ensuring that you will finish that book. Um, so, yeah, and then once I finish the book, I can then aim and f- fine tune what I've written and figure out how I'm going to publish it because I don't know how I'm going to self-publish it but I will figure that out um but but yeah it's it's a great way of achieving your goals for sure um but yeah sometimes just doing and I say that I have lived my life by, (laughs) by this philosophy um just giving things a go but also as well what what Sandy mentions um And I thought this was really, really good. In fact, I've got a couple of examples that I'll I'll quickly mention to you. Um, But yeah, first of all, she says, when you've got in mind, like I have, that I want a really successful business that earns me a certain amount of money every year, uh, that will increase every year, and that I will get more and more um, experienced at my business, and it'll be something that I'm really proud of. Um, I don't know which area of my business it's going to be that will make me hugely successful. I just know that I've got that goal and that I've told the universe that I want a really successful business. Um, But because I don't know which bit of my business will work for me, and maybe it will be collectively all the areas of, of my business, one of the best things that you can do is by trying all different things, things that you enjoy, but by putting different avenues out there, the universe has got a way of getting that wealth and that success to you. And again, if I just sat on my settee and didn't do anything, but just read some books about setting up a business, the universe has got no way to get that wealth and success to me. But by me starting a podcast, maybe my podcast will go off the charts and other opportunities will come through that. Maybe my book will be hugely successful, fingers crossed. Um, you know, and and it will be best selling and that will be a way to get wealth to me. Or maybe all of a sudden I'll start getting thousands of orders a day for my clothes and I'll be able to grow that side of the business. I don't know what's going to work for me, but by firing in lots of different directions and keeping yourself open, the universe will get that to me and I just need to keep taking inspired action and keep moving forward. Um, So that's a really fantastic um you know, sort of way that she put it as well. Um, another thing as well, and I say it's not not specifically related to what we're talking about, but she's got a brilliant episode about. Um, I think I think it's entitled "What's in Your Manifesting Warehouse" or something like that. It's a more recent episode. Um, she basically said, "Imagine that you've got a warehouse, um, and it's like the Amazon warehouse." And in that warehouse is everything that your heart desires. Um, So holidays, houses, money, um, health, uh, maybe maybe a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend. Um, All of your heart's desires are in that warehouse waiting for you. And every time that you write down a goal for yourself and you declare it to the universe, um, Basically, the the people that work in your warehouse start packing up your order and getting it ready to deliver to you. But then if in the next minute you start having doubts and you stop believing that that could be possible for a person like you, 
they then have to cancel your order and unpackage it. And then they're, they're sort of sitting around waiting for you to start believing in yourself and believing in your goals. So then a week later, you think, you're feeling motivated and you think, no, it, it is possible for me to to have whatever it is, you know, the keys to that house that I'm after. So again, they start putting the keys into the jiffy bag and uh, and start working on your order and getting the paperwork ready. They're just about to put it in the van. And then you have a self-doubt that, but I don't have enough experience. I haven't received any orders yet. How is this going to work? So again, they have to unpack the jiffy bag, take the keys out and put it back. Um, And I thought that is such a refreshing way of thinking about it. So you have a warehouse and you've got all of your heart's desires that are waiting there for you. And the universe wants you to have those things. So if you keep working towards them and believing in yourself and believing that those things are possible and then you're reaching out for them, then those things will come to you. And they may may not come to you straight away. It could be in a year's time, like the farmhouse. Um, You know, what we don't know in life is when these things are going to happen for us. But by keeping yourself open and keep that faith that these things will definitely happen for you, um, then then yes, your your warehouse uh, workers will be busy packaging and actually shipping out all of your your orders to you. Um, So yeah, I absolutely love that. So I thought I've I've got to mention that to you. But yeah, I hope you've you've uh, taken something from from this episode, and I hope it's been useful to you. And uh, yeah, I'd really recommend that you buy some of Denise's books and also listen to Sandy Forster's podcast if that's your cup of tea. Um, so she, she's Australian as well, and uh, yeah, just very down to earth. But I think both of their stories are very inspiring. That you know that they went from from nothing really to uh, to to everything um you know and had had these uh, have these lovely stories to tell um so yeah so if you've got any questions at all about anything that I've talked about today you can dm me on instagram at gainer above the clouds my online store is above the clouds boutique and my clothes are on there as always there is a welcome discount on the front page as well uh, and also my upcoming uh, pop-ups and any other events that I'll be attending will be on there as well Um, but yes in the meantime I hope you have a fabulous weekend ahead and I'll see you next time bye for now